In a stunning blog post by the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos directly accuses the publisher of the notorious grocery store tabloid, The National Enquirer, of attempted blackmail. If that wasn't crazy enough, some of the theories surrounding the reasons for the blackmail trace back to the death of Jamal Khashoggi and even to the White House. This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today is Bloomberg News' Chief Content Officer, Marty Shanker. Thanks for doing this today, Marty. It's my pleasure. So I wanted to talk to you today because no one in the building knows the world of politics and business and law like you do, and this story really has it all. So let's start with what Jeff Bezos accuses the publisher of the National Enquirer, America Media, of doing. Well, he's accusing them of extortion and blackmail by basically threatening to publish embarrassing photos and texts uh, from Jeff Bezos unless he were to call off an investigation of how the National Enquirer actually got the original texts and emails. And this all came out uh, Thursday night in just really a, a stunning blog. And it is connected to last month's announcement by Jeff Bezos. That was also a surprise that he and his long-term wife were getting divorced. How does that connect the dots for us? Well, uh, Jeff Bezos sent out a tweet saying that his wife of uh, 20 years and he were divorcing on friendly terms. And then sub he was essentially getting out ahead of the cover of National Enquirer, which had all these uh, text, emails, and photos of him and his extramarital affair. And how has Bezos, outside of this blog, how has Bezos responded to what uh, AMI and the National Enquirer did? Well, the interesting thing about it is that he, uh, in subsequent days, hired a very high-profile investigation uh, outfit to try and get to the bottom of how the National Enquirer got that those texts and emails. Will he make those findings public? Well, that's what we all want to know, right? Um, that investigation seems to be continuing. And as we all know, Jeff Bezos famously owns the Washington Post. And all those journalists there work for him. Um, so it will be fascinating to see if those that investigation comes to some firm conclusions, which he sort of suggests they are moving towards, and whether he'll just turn those over to his journalists or whether he'll put them on another post. And how has AMI responded to Bezos's blog and its accusations? Well, it was very interesting. Uh, we and every other news organization in the world asked AMI for comment when uh, the post went up last night, and they wouldn't comment until early this morning where they uh, basically issued a statement that was a little off the point. And what did they say? They, they said that um, we stand by our reporting, and that's sort of a deflection because Jeff Bezos never challenged their reporting. Uh, what he was challenging is what motivated that reporting and how they got their hands on it. Uh, and they said, interestingly, that the board of American media was going to fully investigate his allegations. Hmm. So if the world's richest man accusing one of the world's most infamous grocery store tabloids wasn't enough, what makes this even more interesting is that President Trump, while not implicated at all in this expose, but he is for sure orbiting this story. So connect the dots there for well, us. Well, uh, you know, it's well documented that uh, in the course of the Southern District of New York's investigation of Michael Cohen, part of that narrative was the payments that Michael Cohen orchestrated to American media, the so-called catch-and-kill scheme, 
where the American media would buy the stories of people who had extramarital affairs of Donald Trump with Donald Trump, acquire the rights to that story and then never publish it. And the Washington Post did a lot of reporting, as did many other outlets. But the Washington Post, which, like you said, is owned by Bezos, did a lot of reporting. And they've also been uh, their reporting on the president has been harsh. So one theory is that possibly at the behest of President Trump, AMI, which is owned by his old friend David Pecker, uh, did this investigation as payback to Bezos. That is one of the theories. Now, at the time that the Bezos story hit the National Enquirer, there was a lot of narrative how, why would the National Enquirer, which loves to sensationalize the famous people in television and movies and those kinds of personalities, why would they ever put Jeff Bezos on the cover, who is really not a household name in the middle of a supermarket in Kansas City, Missouri, right? <laughs> um, so there was speculation that it was somehow politically motivated. However, and and in Jeff Bezos's tweet uh, post yes last night, he did make a veiled suggestion that his investigation was getting to the bottom of the political motivation behind that story. But Marty Pecker is also embroiled in a Southern District of New York investigation, not necessarily Robert Mueller's investigation, but still a nonetheless an investigation in Pecker and AMI's involvement with Trump's uh, campaign that, that you were just talking about. So does this news about the alleged blackmail by AMI uh, put into jeopardy that uh, cooperation agreement uh, with the Southern, Southern District of New York and AMI? Well, potentially it does. The, the, the deal for uh, with the Southern District of New York gave Pecker the ability to not go to jail as long as he cooperated fully with the Southern, Southern District's investigations and testified fully and truthfully and not break any new laws. Now, the Southern District can be looking at these allegations from Jeff Bezos and decide to bring Pecker back in and get to the bottom of what exactly he did and why. Um, and I'm assuming Mr. Pecker would like to stay out of jail. So he would do well to testify truthfully when they call him back in, if they do. Now, they can decide this is just a big media political fight and not get involved. Um, but that's one of the questions we're exploring here at Bloomberg News is just what are the legal next steps that might happen? And what has the White House or the president himself had to say or tweet, um, not only about last night's blog, but also going back to the original expose uh, about uh, Bezos's affair? Well, he made some snarky comment uh, in a tweet about good luck, Jeff, um, some weeks ago. But he's been pretty silent on this whole issue, and he's been particularly silent about this in at least the last 12 hours. Now, some people are saying that suggests he may have some connection to some of this. But I actually think that it's more his attorneys saying, do not get into this mess, stay out of it. And so far, he seems to be doing that. You know, Marty, there's another theory in this whole blackmail story. Uh, and it, it has to do with a country that Bezos directly calls out in his blog post, Saudi Arabia. Uh, I mentioned the Washington Post, which he owns again, and it's harsh reporting on the president. So is that the connection, the Washington Post and Saudi Arabia? And Jamal Khashoggi? Yes. The whole uh, Washington Post, as as we all know, was the employer for uh, Khashoggi's uh, column that appeared uh, fairly 
infrequently in the Washington Post. But they've been a staunch defender and critic of the way Saudi Arabia has handled the whole killing of this journalist. Um, and certainly the Saudi Arabians can't be particularly happy with the Washington Post coverage of this. They'd like this whole issue to go away. And Donald Trump's administration had been criticized for not being tougher on Saudi Arabia. So there is this theory that perhaps the uh, political motivation for running the Bezos story was not coming from the White House, but coming from elsewhere. Is there any proof of um, a transaction between AMI and Saudi Arabia that would implicate that they paid for any type of private investigation into Jeff Bezos? There has been nothing proven that that took place. And obviously, if it did, it would be a bombshell. A smoking gun. Yeah. So what legal options now does Jeff Bezos have when it comes to, to all of this? Well, that's one of the things we're exploring. I, I, you know, not being a lawyer myself, I would assume that Jeff Bezos, as a private citizen, can go to a law enforcement, enforcement agency of any kind and lodge a complaint and saying, I've been subject to blackmail and extortion, and I want you to pursue it. So he could just take that very straightforward approach. More likely, one of the various district attorneys around the country will look at this and decide for themselves whether or not any laws have been broken and independently pursue a legal case against AMI. But this whole scandalous story is far from over. No, it's not over. Um, And I do think that the next key moment is when the Bezos private investigation reaches some sort of conclusion on what motivated who acquired those emails and texts and what was the motivation for publishing it. Marty, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Make sure to follow Marty on Twitter. He's at M. Schenker. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening and please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers and you get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.